Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 109 on a Saturday. Tech Talk time. Doug Swinhart in studio Saturdays between 1 and 2. I always get a ton of calls. Here's the number. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug, good to see you. It's really good to be here. And Stevie, I got to tell you, I'm excited. Why? AT&T is going to be rolling out 5G in the Twin Cities in 2019. I heard that. Supposedly up to 20 times faster than 4G. Reports from the West Coast are they're easily getting 10 to 15 times the speed. Wow. So this is... um. This is going to be exciting technology. I don't have a whole lot of information. I'm going to have to assume that in order to take advantage, you're probably going to need new equipment. And, you know, these new cell phones are not cheap. Yeah. So it uh, it, it should be interesting to watch. But um, this um, this is going to be a game changer. And I wonder if the latest and greatest cell phone, like if you have an iPhone 10, uh, is it an iPhone 8, what Galaxy phones are enabled already that we don't know and we'll we'll see what the future brings but but i would assume it's one of those if you're getting greater speed we have talked about this for years and years and years that uh you know right now with my iphone 8 you know does a pretty good job of streaming especially if i have wi-fi access but even over the current 4g network the video streaming is pretty good uh, you get to 5G, I would assume, uh, streaming on tablets, laptops, etc., going to be pretty extraordinary. It'll look like you're cabled. Yeah. If it's going to come in at 20 times the speed, well, and of course they say up to, but if you've sure. got 10 times the speed of your normal 4G today, it's going to be blistering fast. Um, not really sure about distance yet and how that's going to all roll out. Um I'm thinking that later phones may just require a simple software update, but I don't know. But this is this is going to be fun technology to watch. I I'm really looking forward to watching this. Yeah, and once again, it's it's another one of those uh, game changers. And I would assume at some point this 5G technology is is really going to allow people to ultimately cut the cord if they so choose. Um, I, I would assume in their home environment, if they're already uh, wired for Comcast, Xfinity, or CenturyLink, this is going to be another option out there for people to maybe get all their video and uh, audio services in their home without having any line coming into the home whatsoever. This is, I believe, that, that transition where the competition really ramps up for homes, businesses, etc. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I've been searching and searching and searching. And do you think I can find any rumors about the development that Comcast Xfinity 
is doing in regards to this, but I'm sure they're going to be jumping on this oh, as sure. well. I am kind of old school, and I and I got to tell you, uh, even though Wi-Fi and wireless is really almost achieving the same speeds as wired, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of just grabbed by the wire. I, I I like the security, I like the connectivity, um, and in fact, you know, I, we moved into our townhouse a little over two years ago, and my Comcast modem went out yesterday. I ran over to the Comcast store. They gave me a new modem, which they've upgraded equipment, by the way. I took it home. I plugged it in. I watched this thing train itself up over a course of about eight minutes. I logged on to the web with my account at Comcast, and all of my settings that I had in my previous router came in in the next two to four minutes. Hmm. And it's just breathtaking. Even my TV's clearer. It's, it's really good. I love to watch the advances when they work. And the 5G, again, I'm thinking, you know, we all like to be on the cutting edge, but none of us want to be on the bleeding edge. So I, I think we should kind of keep an eye on this as it rolls out and watch people's experience and see if the equipment is working and what we need for hardware. But this isn't going to be an exciting time in cell phones and Internet communications throughout. Yeah, for sure. Um Doug, from our text line, by the way, that's 81807, 8-1-8-0-7. Um, VPNs, what are they, and is it necessary to have that? Uh, can I have it on my mobile devices? Um, a virtual private networking, the way this is supposed to work, is when you connect to a VPN server, that actually acts as an outside firewall. Most VPNs will slow down your internet connection. I don't think it's actually needed for most people. If you're set up to where you're connecting to a business and you're doing sensitive data, absolutely. And yes, VPN is available with cell phones, tablets, computers. Now, the VPN services themselves are becoming better and better and better at filtering data keeping the end user safe, and still accelerating the speed. I don't think they're quite there yet. So a virtual private network, I just, I don't see it for 98% of the people, but it's definitely available. All right. And it, one of those things you can read about more um, and whether or not it's a good idea, but you will see ads from time to time promoting VPNs and, you know, extra security, uh, et cetera. Um, we will go to the text line again very shortly. Uh, the number there, 81807-81807. And we do want to tell you, phone line, good way to go. But we invite you to call early so we don't get uh, too many calls that we can't get on the air at the end of the program. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Dave in Lakeville. Dave, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Doc, this is Dave. Hi, Dave. What do you got going Say, I got a question. I went to a website this week looking up a um, a recipe, actually, and I all of a sudden got the Microsoft alert. Ooh. Uh, you, okay. you know, Not- I, I'm seeing this more and more. And, I, and, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I would have said, listen, that server obviously has some malware running on it. Today, I'm not so certain. This, if you can actually just reboot your computer, Use a different browser to go into that. You probably won't see it. Also, I've seen a lot of these recipe sites that after people have been there, 
Two, three days later, they start getting this pop-up. I don't know if the site's infected or not. If you continue to have this trouble, open up a web browser, preferably Google Chrome or Firefox, download and run ADW Cleaner. Just like it sounds, ADW Cleaner, no spaces. Hit your space bar in a search box and then type in Major Geeks and just download that right from the Major Geeks files um, depository. And this is a portable program. It does not need to be installed. This is by Malwarebytes, and it will clean anything that it finds that may have been deposited by that little website. And thank you so much for the call. I hope that helps. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, always good uh, call to get started on. Uh, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807 here at CCO. We'll have a quick break. More Tech Talk in a moment. 120 here on Tech Talk. Steve Thompson, Doug Swin, the heart in studio. Jonathan Lowe is our studio coordinator. Phone line 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. The calls are lined up. Let's get there right now and start with Alan Hinckley. Al, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Al, do we got you? Hello. All right, let's put Al on hold and uh, bring in Lyle. Lyle, you're on the air. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. I'd like to know where you were talking last week about uh, refurbished uh, computers. Where can I get one of those? I didn't catch that. If you have access to the Internet, just simply go to microcenter.com, M-I-C-R-O-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And I generally will make sure that my store is sent to set to St. Louis Park in Minnesota, and even in Hinkley. You can pick one out, and they'll ship it right to your deal. Now, the thing about refurbs at Micro Center, they don't have any of these on display. You actually have to be searching for them on the net, and once you get down to the store, if you decide to drive down there and pick it up, they'll let you take a look at it and see it. Now, the refurbs that they get, I have had tremendously good luck with that. And, in fact... Last week, I had a long-term customer needed a computer replacement. Of course, you know, times are hard. Money's light. Um, I put her into a three-year-old Dell, three gigahertz processor, eight gigs of RAM, uh, and it was $229. I took her SSD drive out of her old computer, popped it in there, had her up and running. It's just a screamer. And she'd take that home because it comes with just just a computer and a keyboard and a mouse. She used her monitor, used her speakers, plugged it in, up and rolling. It's a great way to go. Thank you for the call, and I hope that helps. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week. We'll find you the right computer. Yeah, and uh, I know over the years uh, I've bought some refurbs as well. Uh, Apple, uh, all the manufacturers have refurbs on their site. I've never searched at Dell, but I would assume Dell does as well. But I, I've bought Apple refurbs before. You can go to their site. You can search. And these are factory re- refurbs. They have warranties. They ship them right to your home. Absolutely. And, in fact, if you're looking for a Mac, you can also go to MacSales.com. And the name of that company is Otherworld Computing, O-W-C. And it's MacSales, M-A-C-S-A-L-E-S.com. And they've got quite a really, really good relationship with Apple. 
and a tremendous business to do business with. I can't recall if they're in Indiana or Illinois, but they're close. And they also, fantastic customer service, ship it right out to you, fair prices, and I have had nothing but good luck with them. Yeah, and we brought it up uh, when, it, when it came up first on the program. Do not be afraid of refurbs. Oh, I have not at purchased refurbs and had good luck with this equipment. Oh, I, I you know, it's it's amazing the, the luck I've had with refurbs. You would expect to get a bad one once in a while. I don't think I've had a bad one in the last 15 years. I, it's almost like once they get these things in, refurb, they never want to see them again. And most of them will come with a 30, 60, or 90-day warranty. Uh, they just run. Yeah. They're great equipment. All right, to the phones again. Uh, let's bring in uh, Dave. Dave in Long Lake. Hello. Yes. Hi, Dave. Yeah. Uh, my question is on Microsoft uh, deployment tools and downloading. Now I'm going to say they're favoring their Office 365 as a cloud because of the dollars. Okay, the 2019 office, they're not bragging about very much, and it's really just a 2016 version. Well, yeah, sometime if you get a chance, you give me a call, and we'll have a private discussion about Microsoft Office. Uh, most of the people that I do business with, I recommend that they go to LibreOffice.com, L-I-B-R-E-O-F-F-I-C-E dot o org. Hit the download and don't take the beta copy. Take the one below it that says it's for enterprise. With Libray Office Suite, you can open, edit, and save any Microsoft Office file. Excel, Word, PowerPoint, Access. It'll even open up PDFs. And that's open source software. You can have it for free forever and they'll never send you a bill. But I always remind people with open source software, if you like the product, after six months or a year, you might want to log back onto their site and donate $15, $25, $30. We want to keep these projects moving forward. You may want to try that instead of Office 365. And by the way, should you decide to go with an Office product, they can reside on a computer side by side with no interference whatsoever. And if you need some help with that, give me a call next week. I'd be more than happy to help you. And thank you for the call. Uh, Dan in Plymouth. Dan, you're on the air. Hello. Thank you very much, uh, Steve and uh, Doug. Well, you're I, welcome. I have a, uh, a computer I've used for many years, and on it I have uh, uh, Word 2007. Okay. And over the years, uh, I've been very happy with it. Over the last year or so, it has slowed down, slowed down quite a bit, and uh, it takes a while to get it open, and uh, it, it's kind of finicky in comparison to what it used to be. Yeah, this is um, uh, that, that you are a prime candidate for the answer I just gave my last caller. Just download LibreOffice.org and LibreOffice Suite. Um, and when you get in there and you open up one of your documents you're going to notice that it's very familiar. You can go up and click File and slide down and hit Save As and then go down to the bottom of that window that it opens and drop down and look at the number of file formats that this thing will allow you to save it as. 
This takes out all the confusion of file formats. I'm going to recommend LibreOffice for you as well. Thank you for the call. And if you need help, give me a jingle next week, and I'd be more than happy to give you a hand. All right, quick break coming up. We'll have the weather in a moment. But from the text line, let's get a few quickies in. Sure. Uh, Is ADW Cleaner free? It is. Um, That's produced by Malwarebytes. And Malwarebytes, I believe, actually created this program to make absolutely certain that it will clean your machine with no interference. Like I say, it does not need to be installed. You download this thing. You can, if you want to save it to your desktop, just make sure you delete it when you're done. When you open the program, first thing it does is goes online, make certain that it's up to date, and then you can just run a scan, and it will show you everything it found, let you clean and restart. It will give you a report as to what it found. It's a tremendous piece of work. I can't say enough good things about it. A-D-W cleaner. You bet. No spaces. Just type that into a search box. I like downloading it from Major Geeks. This file depository is a huge, huge file depository. Been around for decades. Their files are clean. There's no virus. And while you're there, you might want to get involved in some of the forums and the communities. They answer questions, and it's a great, great site. All right, one other quickie before the break from the text line. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about using a dual router to extend coverage in bigger homes. Um, Is that a good idea, or do you just use one router and extenders? Yeah, you know, this is interesting that this individual has talked about a dual router. The the dual router refers to 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz. That really has nothing to do with extending. Now, with that said... 5 gigahertz is considerably faster than 2.4. You're limited for distance. Comcast, by the way, and most routers now are built this way. Comcast created uh, in their routers to where you're running at 5 gigahertz when you go beyond the 100, 150, and your Wi-Fi signal begins to get weak. Comcast router will automatically switch you to 2.4. Now, for going distance, an extender is a tremendous way to go. If you've got a large house and you're a Comcast subscriber, I can't speak highly enough about what's called the X5 pods. They're 120 bucks for three of them. You plug them into an outlet. You never have to worry about the batteries. They train up. Xfinity Comcast actually monitors the security on these things. They're, I think they're $120 for three of them. Most houses can get by with an extender. In fact, I just recommended an extender for a guy last week. $39 for a refurb. $39 for a trend net. And that particular extender sold for almost $200 six months ago. Mm. So there's another refurb story. You just can't get away from the good deals. Quick break. We have the weather and then more Tech Talk. Phone number 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Here at CCO. It is 135, 25 minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. Here on a Saturday Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio. Our phone number is 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Uh, full phone lines. We've got a ton of texts to get to. Let's get busy. And I go to Phil and Egan. Phil's been waiting for a while. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, Phil, uh, what's up? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I My computer runs uh, 
Windows 7 Home Premium, and I use Internet Explorer as my browser. And about three months or so ago, the iCloud, uh, I was getting pop-ups from, and I did this and that and the other thing. And, and now my favorite tab has my wife's stuff on it, too, as hers has mine on it, too. It's very confusing. How can I correct that? Well, you know, first of all, I I would if I got connected to your computer, we would clean this all up. I would install Firefox and Google Chrome and possibly even a third browser. I would encourage you and your wife to set up a Gmail account, use individual browsers, one of you on Google Chrome, one of you on Firefox, have your Gmail account synchronized with that browser. And then you can actually just put each individual bookmarks or favorites up in the cloud under your Google account. That's the most successful way to go. Um, it's difficult for me to explain this without you seeing it. That If you wanted to give me a call next week, we connect up remotely. I'd help you set up Gmail accounts and get a, several browsers installed. One thing I'm going to recommend, though, and, and that's it's time to stop using Internet Explorer entirely if you can. Uh, that's uh, Your Windows 7 can still be protected, and going forward, you don't need to upgrade to 10, but Internet Explorer, that's got to go bye-bye. And thank you for the call. Yeah. Firefox, Chrome, uh, there's a lot of good browsers Brave out there. browser. Vivaldi yeah. from Italy is wonderful. It's a gorgeous browser. Safari even. It, I it, love Safari. It, it's installed on Macs, but it works on Windows machines. Oh, it runs great. Yeah. Yeah, no, Safari, yeah, that's, huh, there, there's no reason why people don't have a minimum of three web browsers on their computer. They're free. Yeah, just no reason at all. And I brought this up in a program a couple of weeks ago, and it's so true. In one, I was trying to order something on one particular browser, was having problems, switched to another browser, logged in, worked fine. I don't know why the browsers are up to date, but sometimes it goes that way because sometimes the browser or an update on that website hasn't caught up with each other, whatever. That's a great example of why you want multiple browsers. That's exactly correct. And you and I, Steve, I believe... We are going to start seeing that more and more as time goes forward because things are accelerated now. Everything's just moving faster. And the thing about web browsers, now, just recently, last week, Firefox now is refusing to run Flash at all. It won't even run Flash. So you might have a site that's got Flash extensions. You may have to open up Google Chrome to run it. Yeah, and Adobe is trying to address these issues. But like I say... The, these things are changing in real time, and there are millions and millions of users, uh, people who we can't keep up with the website development to keep up with the changes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue as well. So, yeah, it, it's critical today to have multiple web browsers. 139 here at CCO Tech Talk continues. And let's go to the phone lines again. Sandy and Webster, hello. Oh, wow. Hi. Thanks. <laughs> for taking my call. Um, I have a laptop. It's a Toshiba. Okay. And it's like it falls asleep all the time when it's looking for the internet. It, um, you know, I'll hit a key and I'll have to wait a couple minutes and then it'll finally connect me to the internet. Um, and then when I don't use my computer for a while, it like disconnects me and I have to do the whole thing all over again. 
And uh, I do use Chrome. Um, I don't think I don't think this is a browser issue. Depending upon your location, if there are multiple wireless available around your house, it may be trying to train up to a signal that's possibly as strong as yours. There's some settings in underneath your networking that can put an end to this. Um, but they're relative to Windows 7, Windows 8, or Windows 10. Um, get into your networking and check and see if you can find this automatically searching for strongest signal. And if that doesn't work, give me a call next week. We can connect up remotely, and we'll figure out what's going on. And it could be, too, that you can shut off your power management, that this particular device is going to sleep within your computer when your computer's still awake. That may also be the, the problem. But once you're connected to the Internet, if you've got good high-speed Internet, you should not be suffering with this. And thank you for the call. Yeah, in any given neighborhood, uh, the, these signals oh. are getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And, and you can really weed that out and hone in and say, no, when I log in, I want to log in to this Wi-Fi and stay logged in and disregard all these other signals. That's exactly right. Uh, even Windows 10 you, you can tell it to forget that connection, forget yep. that connection, avoid that connection. And, and it's really crucial. It's more critical in Windows than on a Mac or a Linux machine. But, but this is, this is get my townhouse. I'll bet you there is a minimum of 20 Wi-Fis that wow. I can connect to. And, and it's getting that strong. And, you know, we live in a townhouse community. So, but this is, it's, it's unbelievable the amount of them that are out there. Yeah, and I was able to go into the Chromebook and hone in on the one that I use at home if I bring it in here. And for some reason, it remembers the one out at the fair. And yeah. We're only out there a limited time, uh, late summer, early autumn. Well, it that's, is, that, that's that Chromebook, though. Yeah, yeah. they're smart. 142 <laughs> here at a CCO. Uh, thanks, Sandy, for the call. It was a good one. Let's go to Wendy in Edina. Wendy, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a MacBook Pro, and I'm trying to do a wireless hookup to my HP printer, and I keep downloading the the printer stuff off the internet, and it I can't get it to work. Yeah. Um. Here. Here's the thing. HP made a determination a number of years ago in an attempt to try to simplify connecting. Today, with an HP, you can connect directly to a computer and bypass your Wi-Fi router. And it seems to work for a while, but then not so good. The best approach is for you to connect that Wi-Fi printer to that router and then reinstall. And the next thing people will try is they'll try to do this WPS button. And that also seems to work temporarily. Had a lot of experience with this. So, Wendy, if you have trouble with this, give me a call next week and I'll walk you through this. Once you get this thing all cleared up, it will stay connected forever. Part of this equation also is once it's connected to your Wi-Fi router or your modem, is to go into the settings on that device and lock in the IP number so no other device can take that IP. Then you're rolling. And thank you for the call, and if you need my help, feel free to give me a jingle. We'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. Uh, 
Once again, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the show today. Uh, one more call. We'll get to the text. By the way, phone lines are open. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Mary Jane in Minneapolis. Mary Jane, you're on the air. Hello. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. Sure. I have a MacBook Pro. I've had it since 2010. Okay. And she keeps on shutting down. Um, I can almost guarantee it's heat. Um, I, I've seen this condition in the past. Um, generally, what I recommend is that we replace the hard drive with a solid-state drive and reinstall the operating system from the ground up. I'm not certain why, but the latest version of the Mac OS, uh, um, I don't, it's not Safari, Sierra, seems to run hotter. I actually take these older equipment and I and I put on El Capitan if it's possible, depending upon their other software, and they cool right down. But that solid state drive as well will make that computer run at a minimum of five times the speed. It will boot in a fraction of the time. A solid state drive creates no heat. And today the prices on drives are just ridiculously low price. Um, this is, this would be a great move and people say, well, you know, the computer is eight years old, nine years old. Still, these are really nice computers. I know what you have. You've got a nice machine. And, um, and if I can help you with that, feel free to contact me and we'll, we'll definitely move forward. But yeah, I can, you got, that's heat issues. You want to keep an eye on that real close. From the text line, just got rid of Kaspersky, probably a good call, and going to replace it with malware bytes. How do I search my laptop to make sure there are no other antivirus programs running and I make sure it's clean and ready to go for malware bytes? Yeah, you know, this was a great, great text, Steve. I always recommend people that if they have CCleaner installed on their computer, they can go down under Tools and they can open up the Services window and actually see what's running in there. If there's anything in there that has to do with McAfee or Norton or anything else, you can stop it at the services level. That, and if you happen to see a service that you don't can't make sense of, could be McAfee, might be something different, just open up your, your web browser, go to Google, and run a search. What is such and such service with a question mark? Google will tell you exactly what that service is for. You can disable a service without deleting it. And once you learn how to do that, I'm really glad we got this text. Your security software will run much, much better if it's installed within a clean environment with no other security software running. Awesome text. Thank you so much. All right. Any thoughts on Kaspersky for people that are still running it? Yeah, I um, I, I just can't quite get over that. The Kaspersky office is, you know, a couple blocks away from the Kremlin. I, 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 they might not be doing anything wrong, but I'm sorry. Subconsciously, it's just got me. I, I've, I've been taking Kaspersky off machines just right and left. And the last several months now, for some odd reason, it's getting difficult to uninstall. It's almost like they updated it to, and I hate to say that because I don't want to sound like some conspiracy nut, but, but something has changed. I, I think we should all get rid of it. All right. Uh, quick break right now. We'll come back. More calls, more texts here on Tech Talk. It's been a busy day, and we certainly 
are glad you've tuned into the program today. Uh, once again, we'll go to the tag line and the phone lines in a moment here on CCO. Nine minutes down, front of two. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio. And we're going to go to the phone lines. We'll try and squeeze in as many as we can uh, from the phone lines and the text line before we say goodbye today. Let's bring in Gil in St. Paul. Gil, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Gil, do we got you? All right, let's put Gil on hold and uh, try Ashley. Uh, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, hello. Doug? Yes. Hi. Okay, my question is I'm scanning a bunch of old photos, and I want to scan and crop them and put them on Google Photos. So I was wondering if you could recommend a make and model or whatever of a scanner. Oh, geez, they're everywhere. I, I don't yeah. care. I don't care about printing them. Um, I just want to, you know, store them on Google Photos. Well, you know, here's the thing. The the all-in-one printers are going to do a great job for what you're wanting to do. And it's probably less expensive than to go out and buy a dedicated scanner. Now, I have to admit, it's been a while since I've gone shopping for a pure scanner. So I can take a peek for you and see what we can find. Now, here's the thing about editing and cropping. Once you have them on your hard drive... If you've got a Gmail account and you go to send them up to Photos, you can actually do some of this editing right within Google Photos. If you want to become more sophisticated and actually control that picture before you send it up to the clouds, I highly recommend that you download the free version of GIMP, Graphic Image Manipulation Program. Funny name. This is an open source program that is just wonderful. You can do anything with these things. Add text, change the resolution, crop them, change the image size. It's amazing what you can do with this. It's I'd put that competent of GIMP, I'd put the reliability and the usability of that right up against a, a full-blown commercial version of Photoshop. It's that good. Um, and if you have trouble, give me a call. Uh, scanners, I would be highly, highly remiss by not saying... Just take a peek at some of the all-in-one printers. If you spend $200 on an all-in-one printer, the scanner in these things are tremendous, tremendous equipment. And thank you for the call. I hope this helps. All right, Joe in St. Paul. Joe, you're on the air. Hello. Okay, hey. So thanks for taking my call. I got a Android phone. Uh, what it is, it keeps on logging off on Wi-Fi. And I, I did a WPS button on my modem, and that helped for a little bit, and it kept on logging me off. I even brought it to this, my uh, cell phone provider, and they said I might have a third-world app to install on or something. They cleared it, and the issue hasn't solved. What's all kind of trouble with it? That is, you know, if they took you back to a factory for your operating system and you still continue to have the issues, I'm thinking it might be hardware. And these phones are nearly impossible for the layperson to diagnose. Generally speaking, it's either going to work or it isn't. Now, you also want to be paying attention if you can connect with 5G and 2.4. My phones are set up with both. So as soon as I get a little bit farther away from my router or modem and the 5G kicks out, the 2.4 gigahertz takes over. But then my Wi-Fi also, you want to be connecting these to your Wi-Fi as well. Uh, give me a call next week, and we'll see if we can't walk you through some some fixes for this and get you squared away. And thank you for the call. 
All right, let's go to Al quickly in Hinkley. Al, you're on the air. Go quick. I'd like you to recommend a printer that's compatible with my iPhone that's not an inkjet. Um, and you don't want an inkjet. You can pick up a laser printer. Um, and I, but I, I, I'm getting a feeling in my stomach that you've been burned by by inkjets consumables. That they're not like that anymore. If you buy a, and here's the thing with printers, you can't go too cheap. I'm thinking any HP will serve you really well, but plan on spending 150 to $200, and you're going to end up with a nice piece of equipment. Uh, but if you don't want a, an inkjet, you're probably looking at a laser, and they're going to be a little bit more expensive. I really have to be honest and tell you here, when it comes to printers, I am completely biased towards HP. I, they, they should just own the world with printers as far as I'm concerned. I've had good luck with Epson's, had good luck with Canon's, Lexmark, Brother. I, a lot of them are good, but I'm just biased towards HP. We don't have much time left uh, about replacing the battery on an HP with a Windows 7 operating system. Do I need to worry about the other small battery inside? I doubt it. If you shut off your computer and it keeps the date and time, your CMOS battery looks like it's a little smaller than a quarter. Probably not. No. If if it's losing that date and time, then yes, you have to change it. Okay, a uh, lot of great calls, a lot of great texts today. We will be back in one week. Tech Talk Saturdays between one and two. Uh, Doug, the hour goes so quickly. Oh, it's like blinking an eye, isn't it? It's amazing. All right, phone number and email. Thank you. Six five one five five two nine five four three. WCCO Tech dot com. WCCO T E C H dot com. Thank you, Steve. All right, have a good one, Doug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.